Hi everyone and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk with your host, James Dean Liljohn. <laughs> I just thought I'd add a little bit of uh, excitement today. I'm feeling a little bit more positive. Um, and it's, it's tough, it's tough. This whole mental health malarkey is very tough. And I haven't really done a lot actually to do with, uh, you know, uh, making it, a, sort of raising awareness as I normally do. I normally... I'm trying to get one or two podcasts out and I try to sort of nurture it a little bit, but I just, I've not had the enthusiasm myself. So for me, that's the hardest part. It's the hardest part with the mental health. I think that's the the bit that really debilitates me is when I lose enthusiasm. You know, when I, when I, when I get that loss, it really does affect me because I can't seem to scramble and find it. And, um, it's horrible when you lose it because that you don't know when you're going to get it back. You don't know what you're going to do. You can do everything you can, but sometimes it just it just takes time. You know, um, this certainly has. From when I spoke to you a couple of three podcasts ago, when I gave you the devastating news that I um, have heard, and, and again, why did I do that? Um, no real, more of an awareness thing, really, because I know it's really difficult news, and it's. A lot of people would keep that private. Um, absolutely, they really would. Um, I don't want to keep that private because I feel it's that awareness of what you go through. Um, and it's not a look at me because by no means do I want any attention on half of the subjects I talk about. And often when I when I, when I I talk about these subjects, I do often question myself afterwards. Have I gone too deep? Have I said too much? Um, am I making myself look weak? Have I, you know, told people more than they should really know about me? And especially as we live in a, a world where this is constantly in question, isn't it? Do we do we divulge too much information? Do we go on to look for the sympathy card? Do we go on to try and, you know, is is there any actual um, foundation to the to the cause? So if I'm trying to raise awareness, am I actually trying to raise raise awareness? I get all this questioning, and, and I question a lot as well. So it's important that we do. But for me, um, and again, this is going to sound crazy. Um, you know, I don't do it for the attention. I really don't. I do it for the awareness because for me. Um, I get sort of kind of upset when people tell lies or they tell, um, they, they, they try and promote themselves in some sort of way to try and get themselves that fame or whatever it is. And it's not about that. For me, this is about awareness. And that's the importance. Why I'm opening up so, so much, I suppose. And I'm trying to think of a bigger word. There wasn't one. But why I'm opening so much is because these are things that, you know, um, People in York all the time, and I and I actually read a stat, um, believe it or not, that there's something like seventeen and a half thousand registered um, sexual uh, assaults um, in the UK alone, seventeen thousand something, whatever it was, and that's equivalent to sort of kind of half, if not more, of the of the uh, you know of Europe. So it just goes to show you know how how big a problem it is. So there might be a lot more parents out there that are that are going through this, and especially men. For me, it was very difficult to. It's very difficult to to, to take the news. It's very difficult to try and manage a family around those sort of things. And these are types of pressures that we don't expect on a daily on a daily basis. Irrelevant of 
any past issues you may be having. So you may be one of these ones that's susceptible to mental health problems and you take on stresses that you don't really think you're, you know, that you can manage very well, but you have to manage. You have to be seen to be managing. Um, and it's so there's a lot. There's a lot of, of stuff that's incorporated. Um, although this is a personal journey for me, um, and like I said, I want to raise awareness of the stuff that, you know, certainly that I go through. And I think the personal level adds that kind of authenticity to it because. So many times you hear about these things, and and often I do, I you know I watch a, I, I do watch a lot of social media, and um, you know especially you do when you're looking in in sort of kind of it's in your face, isn't it? You know you sort of kind of bouncing off of it, and you, you get encapsulated by a lot of it. Um, hold on, I'm just wondering where my music in the background had gone. There it is. <laughs> so I must have knocked it. Um, and a lot of the stuff I see is a lot of people, it almost sounds as if they're like jumping on a bandwagon. I've almost seen people do it for the attention status at the moment. That, you know, you need someone to talk to, you need someone to reach out to. And, you know, for me, the reason I do this is because it. I get a lot out of it personally. I absolutely do. It helps me talk to somebody. Um, and by that, I mean, like, I, I, for instance, my little friendship group, beautiful friends they are. Um, I opened up quite a bit yesterday to them just to show them really what has been going on. And it was it was weird to do it. I almost felt like I didn't want to do it because, again, I felt that there was kind of, do they really want to know this? Do they need to know this? But it was my way of saying, you know, guys, you know, that this is the type of shit that I can go through, you know. So, um, and I'm bouncing off of other things. And I did talk a little, I, I, was, I was very, very open and honest. I, I Sometimes I think I might be open and honest too much for my own good. Um, but I don't know. I just seem to have grasped hold of it, and it just seemed to just say say it as it is. I think you get through life quicker and smoother by just being honest. Um, when you're constantly in doubt and battles and and skirting around things, it becomes diff life becomes a little bit of a chore, and I don't really like that. So um, yeah, maybe I am a little bit too open and honest, but. Like I said, it's it's one of those it's one of those things. I get a lot out of being open and honest. Um, so yeah, mental health, and I think that this whole thing is just a, a, that that awareness, getting those statistics down, getting men feeling happy about themselves. You know, there's a lot of pressure. I've 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 seen a lot of pressure around this time of the year with regards to um, you know Christmas, and you know you have to deliver you have to bring home the bacon you know you have to provide for your family so and it's a very difficult time and, and I'm not just saying men are in, uh, susceptible to that there's a lot of uh, single parent uh, women out there there's a lot of single parent all sorts of genders that are you know that are out there that are feeling these pressures at this time of the year and that's why I think that although you know I direct this as and I do underpin this as the gentleman's talk I mean it's the gentleman's talk as in you know I I like to you know talk about the the issues that, that sometimes I face and um and things that I've done to manage that mental health um and I think it's really important in time in terms of awareness to try and grasp that that thought process in managing your mental health and yeah for me like I said, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster the last couple of weeks. Um, I've been open and honest. 
I've I've spilled my spilled my gums <laughs> spilled my guts as they say gums bumped my gums and spilled my guts to my friends and it was a weird one like I said it was weird I I opened up to them and I sort of said but then afterwards I felt a bit stupid um, almost saying like look at me I'm going through this but it wasn't like that at all it wasn't to put a Debbie Downer on anything it was just more really just for me to say to them this is what I'm going through. This is why I go quiet, because I'm dealing with things that, you know, I don't expect you to know. I don't expect you to talk about. I don't even expect you to, you know, offer any advice because, you know, it's really hard to offer advice on something you've got no, you know, no no experience in, isn't it? You know, and, and there's no point in pointing me towards the Internet or anything like that, because I've already done all that. I've already done all the other things that you need to do. And um, but I felt it was one of those ones where I was like, you know when you say, oh, you know, are you okay? And then, you know, you normally get the response back saying, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And I said, I don't believe you. And and it was kind of my way of saying, well, okay, okay. And I, no one has said that, by the way. I was just saying, you know, it felt like that. And I wanted to just explain where I was and what I was going through. And I know that everybody's going through their own things. And it was kind of my way of saying, I'll open up. I'll, you know, I've, I have no secrets from you. This is who I am. This is what I'm going through. Uh, I really appreciate who you are and I really appreciate your support and time. But, you know, obviously if you know I'm going off the rails or, you know, you, you, you acknowledge things, you know what's going on in, my, in the back of my mind. So you can kind of get that little bit of a feeling, um, you know, maybe understand why certain people react in certain ways at certain things, whatever it may be. And that's why I did it. But I did feel stupid afterwards. I don't know why. I've never felt stupid before. But, um, <laughs> well, I have actually felt stupid quite a few times. Um, but at the same time, I didn't know why I did. I just almost felt like I'd... It, 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 if I'm honest with you, it felt like I'd opened up probably too much. Um, I, I didn't expect a response. I didn't know what response to get. What response do you give to when you open up to your friends and tell them what you're going through and give them the, the, the details of what had happened uh, in your family so you you know you provide them with the details which are quite gory but at the same time not gory that's the wrong word they're horrendous I would just say that's horrendous not gory that's the wrong word um so and it was a way of saying you know a problem shared a problem halved and just to know what I'm going through and you know I don't expect you to help me or even offer me guidance because nobody can but at the same time just appreciate me you know, for, for, for where and what I am at the time. If I'm, if I'm having a down day, then just go with it. Go with it. And, um, yeah, so I've, I've looked after myself, though. What I have done is on the back of opening up, and, and that was uh, last night, um, what I have done is I've con I've continued to look after myself. I've continued to... Um, I've been a roller coaster with food. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been up and down, um, you know, kind of not eating, and then, you know, for periods and then like you know a day a day and a half not eating and then fucking blasting food down and then do you know what I mean it's really playing havoc with my system so I've had to just readdress that but what I have been doing is focusing on getting out and about trying to constantly engage as well I've got back into I've even stepped up my engagement in terms of my friends and family by not sending um, you know text message not sending a voice note but actually sending videos little mini videos just to say I'm here with you and still makes me feel really good and that's how I've been managing my mental health because it's been a fucking state. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a roller coaster. Um, I say that a lot anyway. And but it's one of those ones where, the, the, like I said, if, uh, I think in my last podcast, you know, it's 
it's hard work when you've when you've worked so hard to manage it and then all of a sudden you know winter comes along these dismal fucking days and you just crash it's just and it's like almost like you've got you've lost your you've lost your first line of defense you know the sun the the in you know the outdoors the socializing the barbecues the friends the beach all the good stuff that's incorporated with summer the happiness the sitting in the garden amongst nature all of these things going out for late evening walks they're all associated with smiles. When you look at back at my TikToks from, you know, three months ago to now, you can see pale face, fucking horrible, trunching through the mud and the horrible. And it is about being about nature. I, I do absolutely advocate that still. I do that three, four times a day with my dog every single day because it does help me. Even if it's raining, I still get that fun feeling but you don't get the serotonin levels that you get bouncing off the sun uh, from the vitamin d so there's a lot to battle and then when you're battling these little these little mini battles you've got going on at home or your home life or your work life whatever they may be finances you know loved ones it, there could be all sorts you constantly thinking to yourself shit in out you know give me a break when am i going to get the break i need and that sort of brings me into what I did. And one thing I did um, this last three or four weeks to try and manage my mental health was um, I incorporated, I became a little bit selfish. Um, I'm not going to lie, I did become a selfish. And I don't mean selfish as in, you know, somebody said, can you do something? I, I You know, I wouldn't do it. Um, you know, I, I, it wasn't that sort of selfish or, you know, sort of kind of just being a knob. <laughs> I wasn't being one of those. What I meant was I just, I pulled myself in, and I managed my own mental health. I I kept in touch when I could, uh, but it's really hard to be around positive people when you're constantly negative because it doesn't get seen as positivity. It gets seen as that negativity. Don't know if, you, if if you're in a negative place. I, I challenge anybody. If you're in a negative place, do you genuinely believe? And and this this would be this would be a question to you. Um, do you genuinely believe? that 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 would promote positivity all the time or would you or because there's times where I've been a bit low and you know I've been kind of a bit flat in the day and then I've my friends have jumped on and we've had a chat and everybody does bolster you does make you feel amazing um they do because they, they they come through with all the sunshine I've got a, they all have their own little benefits uh, in terms of how they deliver morning and, and afternoon whatever time of the day they send a message and you're like fucking yeah that's hilarious and normally there's quips I've noticed we've we've plateaued a little bit and petered off um due to the weather we're just sort of not engaging we're almost like we've gone into this hibernation but I challenge anybody that sits there if you're in a genuinely if you're a genuinely angry depressed person um or just genuinely in a really shit place, horrible place, um, where you you don't enjoy life and you you know you're not finding enjoyment in anything. Challenge yourself to be around that positive, and it, it it will start to tear you apart a little bit. So you have to be a little bit, and this is where I think that I evolve as a person. Certainly, um, sometimes you need a bit of space. And I, I call it selfishness because I think it is. It, in a form for me, it's it seems selfish because I like to be there for my friends. I like to be there for my family. I, you know, I like to be a key player in people's lives, and and I, and and that's where I've always been. Um, but sometimes, you know, I, I I appreciate that, you know, 
that can be a bit annoying because I can be a bit of a fucking annoyance sometimes. So people give a bit of space, give and take. And sometimes that's where I've evolved in my mental health journey is to become a little bit selfish because I have pulled away for a couple of weeks. I've not been engaging to my normal level, if you like. And um, and as jovial as I normally am, hold on, I'll take a sip of my juice. I'm on juice today. And I mean, not mean liver king juice either. Um that's something I must talk to you about social media at one point, actually, because um, it's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. So I oh, completely lost. I was thinking about Liver King now. Um, but man, yeah, managing your mental health. So it, you have to be a little bit selfish. You have to stop people from. Sometimes, if that does affect you, I think that's what you, it's in. It's really important to take protection from that for your own safety. And one of the things that I came out recently that um, that I learned about myself was when you're that horrible person and you've got not horrible person, but when you've got a negative approach, an angry approach to mental health, so that fight or flight scenario, and and there's there's different types of people that will fight and flight you know you've got your your, if you're ever in a situation where you know you've got this adrenaline high if you're a fighter like I am and I don't mean physical fighter but I am one that will sit there I will argue I will like I said I've told you this before to the cows come home I will sit piss moan I will fight if I have to but I'll never I'll never run off I won't ever run off so but then you might be the other person that that doesn't like that confrontation that that will run off and constantly walk away and i think that fight or flight when you're in this in the sector if you like or the the area that i'm in where i fight and i become quite not violent but like um i mean it's sort of verbal if you like and i and I can be a little bit frustrating sometimes. Not so much now. I will caveat that that I've absolutely this is this is the area I sat in. So although I have absolute control now, I really do. I don't nowhere near lash out um, as much as I used to years and years ago when I when I was just an angry ball of mess walking around, trying to function and and you know you're almost like you're a uh, you know a, a a quick lighter. You know you're one of those ones. You know you're just waiting for that. That's that little strike of a match and bosh you are lit far and away you're a firework ready to go off and because you're that person what I've realized is as I've got my mental health into a a fairly good place in terms of I can manage it and all right there's uh, elements of the unknown at the moment in terms of uh, you know the other factors that are involved in my life but at the same time I don't have control over those factors but the actual control of my mental health in terms of my career path where I want to go and what I want to do um, you know I feel happy with the way I'm managing managing that Uh, but one of the things I've learned is because the people around me are normally the ones I like to talk to, I have to manage how I talk about them. And I noticed in one of my podcasts, I was quite negative one, the one that I blamed it. I think I blamed everybody but myself, um, which was a bit of a difficult time for me. And that's when I realized because I reflect heavily and I've incorporated all these little different coping mechanisms into my mental health. That by continuously doing that, I acknowledge when I need a bit of space, I need a bit of time away or um because i don't inherently i don't want to upset or hurt people around me i really don't um and for me that's kind of the most important factor so by giving myself that little bit of space that little bit of silence 
I was able to just reflect heavily. I was able to continuously go over things. I would, again, go through my structure, reevaluate who's around me, who's has anything caused me to feel this way apart from the obvious. And none of it was. They, they were all there. So everybody that I looked at, I looked all around me and I was like, no, I absolutely appreciate everybody that's around me. Everyone around me is purposeful in terms of they're trustworthy, they're loving, they're caring, and, and I'm doing the same for them. So, but I had to do all that. I had to go through all these little motions. All the ones I've spoke to you over the over the last year of incorporating is all because it gets to a point where you can manage your mental health. So sometimes you might need that little bit of time, that little bit of space from your friends. Maybe you may, it might even be loved ones. You need that space away. And we must acknowledge that sometimes when you take that space away from somebody, you will start to appreciate the time that you had with them. Um, I certainly know that, you know, in this last year where I've, or probably last two years where I've been roller coaster, I've lost a few friendships um, that have just dissipated, just gone off the radar, and I do miss them. So I know that those are friendships that, you know, the ones that got away, if you like, the ones I didn't manage myself properly. So I've kind of, they've kind of moved away, moved along, which is fine. I have to accept that because there'll be people that I've done that to because they've not given as much into the, the friendship, relationship, whatever it was, as much as, as they gave to me and vice versa. I talk about this all the time. So it's really, really, really important to constantly go through those processes to manage effectively your mental health, really. And that's what's important here. This is why I've been fucking talking to you for the last X amount of months, is because we get to a point where we can manage ourselves. And, I, and I'm evolving. Here we go. I'm evolving. I'm pulling myself away. But at the same time, I'm still keeping in touch. I'm going through these step-by-step -step processes, making sure I reflect on the day, how I feel, what is going wrong. I still struggle with having a, a purpose in life. I don't know why. Um, it's something that's just... It's constantly there. It's constantly there. It's just one of those constant challenges where I go, well, what is your purpose, James? What are you doing? If you're not enjoying life, why are you not enjoying life? And, and all these sort of things. And I've had to review quite a few things over the last week or so. But it's working. It's actually getting there. It's actually making me feel better. And that's the most important part is otherwise you get to the point where, and like I said, I never listen back to my podcast, so I don't know what it sound like. But I must admit, the last couple have been really difficult. I've been in a fucking horrible place. Um, and But I'm trying to keep showing you those negatives and as though that sometimes they are hard listens, I get that. But those negatives really, really, really underpin the the positives, the good times, the the times where I'm smiling, the times where I'm giving you tips and tricks, I'm showing you that it's learning. Because it is a constant battle. And I don't mean constant again, like where the negative approach where you go, oh God, I don't want to keep working this, I've got to fucking go to work and earn money and all this sort of stuff. No, what I mean is it's a constant battle for yourself and we have to acknowledge that it is a battle. But what we do is we put in these mitigations, these these robust measures, if you like, um, and I'm talking in health and safety terms here. We put those in place to manage our mental health and well-being. And that's why, I mean, to be honest, that's why, um, you know, mental health now is such a big part of health and safety. Um because we're realising now that you have to do this on a daily basis. You have to manage your work-life balance effectively. Because 
all of these is why I talk about mental health when I'm at work, when I say to my colleagues, I'm off on a Friday and I go, fucking don't stay, mate, or get yourself off, or yeah, do that, mate, and I'll cover for you. No, I don't mean cover, if it, but if he had a meeting, I would sit on a meeting for him. These are all important aspects in life, and, and, and I think that the mental health and well-being aspect of life it's not just about what's going on with an individual. It's also looking at the different parameters in what you do in your own life. So, you know, everything takes working at. Are you one of these workaholics? I certainly used to be. Now I'm fucking not. I'm, I clock off. I cancel fucking meetings if they're, not, if they're of no interest to me or something else that I've got planned. I cancel it. And I don't care. Just because you've invited me on the day that is good for you doesn't mean it's good for me. I'm not going to move my diary around to suit you. You can put out a diary request and we'll present some data. These are all key aspects to managing your mental health. Making sure that you clock off at your time. Making sure that you have your breaks especially with the pandemic how everybody is has gone from you know pandemic i don't mean everybody but the majority of people are working from home and stop managing their mental health and start becoming that recluse and then start fight, finding it difficult to go back into the work environment because they've just shut themselves away this is all important aspects of our mental health which is why it's so wide in health and safety is because it's not just about managing yourself every day, making sure that you get up, you you know, you drink your water, you eat fairly healthy. You know, it's important to have a structured, you know, healthy diet, but at the same time acknowledging we all need to live a little bit and enjoy some of the, the grey food, as they call it, or the beige food. Um, we have to enjoy our lives a little bit, but everything's in moderation. If you do everything in moderation, a little bit of exercise, a little bit of healthy eating, a little bit of, uh, you know overindulgent but in small moderation all these things are all easily managed and they'll keep you keep enjoying life but you're managing it you're not becoming obese and you're not becoming you know anorexic if you like so you're not there's no you, you're just going to manage everything so it's about the management of your mental health in every aspect making sure that you're you know you're not going to go in half an hour work uh, in half an hour into work early and you know give them half an hour of your day for absolutely fuck all you know what i mean no you're not you're, you're gonna go in you go in early but you, you you start when you start you finish when you finish it's really important because that manages your mental health it stops you working over the time and stops you from giving extra that you're not getting any benefit for all you're getting is negative you're not at home with the family you're not with your friends you're not with your mother and father you're not with the people that are really important in your one life your one chance at life is to enjoy it not workaholics and it's and that's something i fundamentally learned this year is my work life balance and actually going no i've got flexi i'm i'm fucking i'm going home now mate i'll see you later or it's having that that confidence and that that um you know to be able to just say to people no i'm these are my hours i sign them off this is what i'm going to fucking do i'm going to go and look after myself i'm going to go and play golf in the afternoon i'm going to go and do something that i enjoy enjoy in life i'm going to go home early and look after my children and give them a, a bit of extra time that they wouldn't normally get these are all fundamental points to looking after making you a rounded individual and i think that's the key part there mental health isn't just about like I said, you just managing your daily reflection, your nature walks, all of those things. But I can guarantee if you're sat there listening to me right now 
and you've listened along any point of this journey, if you've incorporated some of these points and you, you're actively doing them, you're constantly going over them for your three months, we talk about that learned habit. If you're actually doing this, I guarantee you will be in a better place. Because I, I know for a fact that I was in a certainly in a better place, a lot better place than I've been in the X amount of years because I was managing it appropriately and I'd got rid of so much negativity in my life and I was pushing forward. I've still got a couple of little areas, but that's just working on myself. That's working on you know areas that have caused problems in the past that I need to get past. We talk about depression and spending and, and all this sorts of things and the, the addiction aspect that comes along with crippling depression and I'm still I'm still paying for those things so this is stuff I'm working on so I understand that but what I am doing is looking at those are things that I have to manage on a daily basis as an adult I don't incorporate that into my mental health spectrum if you like although it is an element I don't look at it as a fundamental point I just go you just need to manage that and I got into the situation knowing I could manage it because I'm not a stupid fucking idiot <laughs> you know and I didn't get myself into debt unmanageable but it's one of those things it drags on a little bit longer so it doesn't give you the freedom that you would expect once you've got your mental health in a good place you give yourself that freedom and that's what comes with managing your mental health, freedom. Because what what you get from that is you get socialism, so you get to socialise, you get to go out, you have the confidence. Even if you're an introvert, you'll do your introvert things in a better way. If you're an extrovert, you do it in a better way. You'll look after yourself, you'll be healthy, you'll be exercising, meditating, listening to good music, all real happy mood lifters. And I think that for me, that is the point of this. It's incorporating all those little mechanisms that we've we've all had in, in fucking spades over the years. And we just forget about them because we move along with technology and we forget that actually strip down the bullshit, take away the bollocks TV. Like I said, I haven't watched the fucking news for like six months now. Um, just given up on it. I don't really fucking care. It's full of it's full of shit. The news is absolutely full of shit, and I have not watched the news for six months. I've not watched headlines. I don't fucking care. People may talk to me and uh, and say, "Oh, such and such a go, is it?" Okay, I'm not really fucking bothered, mate, because I just I, there's so much negativity involved around life at the moment that I don't need to chuck something else into the mix by watching negativity everywhere else. I'm just going to manage it and understand it. It's it's like everything, but. I guarantee, like I said, guarantee, if you've done any of these and you've incorporated them into your daily your daily routine, whether that being I'm going to make sure I get up at 7 o'clock every single day, no matter what, that may become routine Monday to Friday, but if you do that Saturday and Sunday, you get a lot more day. So you give yourself that ability to challenge yourself to do more. Instead of like what I've done the last couple of weeks where I've been managing my mental fucking health. Uh, and I say managing it because um, I need to fucking get a new CEO in or something to fucking manage it. I need to get someone, a new managing director. Um, but what I've done is I've been sleeping a lot. I've been exhausted a lot. Um, mentally exhausted. Trying to learn Nibosh gas and oil, which is probably boring to a lot of yous. Um I'm trying to fucking learn that as well as do my work as well as fucking function with this crazy brain of mine. And um, yeah, so I've sort of kind of, it's been a difficult one. 
it's been it's been it's been fucking weird it's been horrible to say the least but um but what i have done is i've 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 incorporated all of these mechanisms and that's what it's about if you incorporate them you get the ability to manage your mental health even if it's just at the point where you're you're treading water but you're you know you're still breathing but you're fucking you're acknowledging you know you're nearly you've nearly drowned there even if it's just in that point where you do something that makes you happy that makes you smile that brings you back out of your shell and get yourself that work life balance that family balance Everything else will, will just be normal jogging, just be business as usual, as they say. And that's a really important part is that's I think that's the effective point, the effective the effective process in managing your mental health is sometimes it's just about doing some of the little things and everything else. Like I said, I, I've got friends, they engage back with me. They send me private messages in terms of, and I don't mean uh, dick pics, but I mean sending me private messages uh, just to say, how are you going? You know, personal messages saying, how are you doing? Hope you're okay. And, you know, like I said, at the start of this, what is too much information? What is, is too much information what I've done where I feel a little bit like fucking hell, I'm a bit, I feel a bit vulnerable. I've told them all of this and explained into detail. Was that too much information or was it enough information? You know, so you question a lot of things. Like I said, you know, even when I do TikToks, and I even do the podcasts. I say, have I divulged too much information? But it's not about that. It's not about the divulging of information. It's about that that awareness that there is people out there that are trying to get on in life. They're trying to function. They're doing a fucking damn good job of it. But at the same time, they do struggle. And I think that by being open and honest about things, um, it, it gives you that ability to acknowledge that, yes, they're struggling. So let's maybe let's maybe cut them a bit of slack. Let's maybe support them. Let's find a way of helping them, even if it just means sending them a funny fucking video to get them to have a laugh, whatever it may be, just to try and spark that little bit of fun. Um, I know for a fact that, like say, uh, this week I, I did something a little bit out of the books for me, but I felt I needed to, and this is another step I've spoken about before, I went to therapy. So Friday I sat down, I did, a, I did an hour and a half therapy session, and it was just talking about what's gone on in my life lately. And at the end, the, 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 th- the psychiatrist was super, super supportive um, and just said, I'm going through a fucking hell of a lot as well as you know going through the the own battles i have with the ptsd etc uh, this time of year is naturally sad for me because you know poor weather and i don't get out much and i like this i like the water and there's a lot of things that you know that sort of kind of play havoc on me as a personality and i know that there'll be people that can sort of kind of relate to that maybe there's people out there that are complete the opposite they may be the they'd hate summer they hate the heat but they absolutely love the winter that we've all got our own preferences haven't we but I think for me, I get such a boost in the sun that even when I was doing, I was doing my reflection walk earlier, actually. And even then I was going, you know, not uh, last year, but the year before. um, Is it last year? No, it was last year. Sorry. Um, I I broke the summer up. I broke the winter up because I went away with my uh, best friend. So, you know, we went away to Spain. I think it was Spain or Greece. I can't remember. (laughs) I can't remember which one of the islands. And... um, so and we had a good we had a good week's holiday and and I think that that bit of sun and water and fun really drove me into it sort of kind of Christmas time because then let's like say you, you you get 
you sort of enjoy Christmas and then January you start getting that sunlight back and then you can see the you know the springs on the horizon you know I know it's a few months away still but it does make you gives you something to focus on so yeah so I know I get a little bit time so it's managing those things it's managing everything and I think that like I said the evolution of me was drawing away being a little bit selfish just still keep keeping in touch with people but at the same time acknowledging I wasn't giving them 110% because I needed to take that time for myself I need to be able to smile I need to be able to want to enjoy life myself sometimes it's really hard to bolster people up and pick people up when you're struggling yourself and I'm a natural a pick upper if you like it's not even a fucking word but i'm a natural pick me upper you know i like to make people feel happy i like to make people feel spirited i actually had an interview um on friday uh, not a job interview but an interview with uh with my with my boss um but it wasn't reference to a job it was reference to uh recruitment sort of things and and anyway i i was just it was a friday i knew you know she she'd uh, she'd left the organization so i was just a bit i was just my normal self and i was just having a laugh with it and she was like yeah going through and we we're having a bit of uh, a bit of laugh and a bit of banter asked me the questions and I was responding to the questions and and it was a good hour and and then you know and afterwards she said do you know what James I was dreading this uh, meeting not the one with me but in terms of the questions that she had to ask it's for a master's degree and um, she has to do it with six people and she said you're the first one so I was dreading it I was practicing last night uh, with her husband and she said, "I came on, and this has been this has been brilliant." And I went, "Oh, thanks." You know that that makes me says you really do. You just you you come at everything with so much enthusiasm, and I'm like, "Yeah, but that can be seen as a bit of a negative for some people." And she goes, "It can be a little bit overpowering," but you know it's nice to get that good positive feedback though. Although there was an element of negativity that see, it can be perceived as difficult sometimes, but. At the same time, I, I like to lift a room. That's what I like to do. So when I'm not firing on all cylinders like I haven't been lately, I have to try and work out a way because this is really, think about it, this is my first year of managing my mental health with skill set that I've developed, um, with researching, with talking to my friends, with being open and honest. These are all new things to me. This is, um, you know, like I said, I started this in uh, on January the 1st. So, you know, we're getting close to its anniversary. And, um, excuse me, <coughs> and that's a real big milestone for me because, number one, I've spoken for, you know, the whole fucking year uh, about mental health and trying to raise awareness. But also, in terms of watching myself evolve learning about myself you know and I I, I have conversations and, and I said to my I said to my wife actually I said um you know do you think I'm better she went she goes yes and no she said yes I think you're better in terms of summertime you are getting a bit more enjoyment out of life again you are looking at life more positively than you have done for the last 14 years she said but you haven't changed at all in terms of the winter time. She said, you're still very negative. You're still very, um, you sleep a lot, almost hibernate. Um, you know, you, you shut yourself away. You're very angry. You, you, you know, you don't like driving. All of these things have not got better, um, which is a little bit disheartening for me because, you know, sometimes with mental health, you do take, you know, one step forward and sometimes you take those two steps back. And, 
I need to look now at how I can make that better. And that might even be, like I said, I'm trying to think about these things. Reflection's so important to me. And I was going for my walks and I was going, well, maybe I do need to, uh, you know, look at incorporating my holiday period rather than having what we traditionally look at as summertime is trying to get get away and do something in the winter that will give me something to focus on give me something to look forward to whether that be a you know weekend log cabin or whatever with my with my wife or with the family or with you know whatever going away with friends I need to do more stuff in the winter actually because summer becomes easy um, and that will hopefully raise my profile raise my mood so again this is something I can now because I'm understanding myself and I'm talking about it recording it I can actually look at ways to manage my mental health and I know now this is an area that I really need to work on so I know that next year now I go okay so you know you've got this love for the garden and you've got the love for the you know looking after the the garden the house maintaining it building it all up next year's all planned i know pretty much what i want to achieve in terms of bathroom replacement and this is boring diy bollocks but bathroom replacement a bit more on the garden you know i've got these these certain little milestones i want to hit next year so it's really important that i also look at milestones for myself and I go, okay, I know what I want to do in my career. I know what I want to do at home. Now I need to look at myself. And I go, okay, so now you need to look at ways to save, to go away. What do you enjoy doing? What's the sport you enjoy doing? And just find those elements and, and break it throughout the year so that I give myself that focus, that clarity on what I want to achieve that year. And I do actually cascade my mind back to my doctor when I first um, said, well, it wasn't my first time. It was probably about two or three years in and I said I went up to him and said is I'd not seen him for about a year and I went back to see him and I said look mate I said what the fuck is going on and he went what I said I, I'm fucking sick of this mate I don't understand my purpose and that's where I say I struggle and he went James what are your goals and I went fucking oh, I haven't got any goals mate <laughs> and I said what do you mean goals he goes you've got to have a goal men need goals you need something to look forward to you need something to focus on do you want to get promoted do you want to go to somewhere how do you go somewhere well I've got to I want to go to fucking Caribbean islands okay that's going to cost two grand all right well you need to save two grand but it gives you something to look forward to so you start saving every penny but you get the excitement of the build-up to it and I was like yeah okay fuck off <laughs> you know it was kind of like going like that and yeah for, it, you've got to have those milestones in life you've got to know, want to know where you're going to go if you don't know where you're going to go you're going to constantly be battling with yourself if you don't say to yourself I, I and do you know what I did create I'm doing this leadership program and uh, it is good really good actually and I've got this plan and and, and uh, it, I've developed it into a one three five so it's a one year three year five year plan and I've got a one year plan for what I want to hit like I said I want to hit these milestones I want to hit the mental health milestones I want to hit the career milestones and then I've got additional three-year career prospects where I want to get to a certain grade and certain and get myself settled and then I've got my five-year so my five-year for me would be almost 46 um no sorry it'd be no it'd be 45 uh, because I started at 40 so my five-year one I've got a plan and, and and it really does when you get that plan going and you tick these things off in the box it really does help you I think if you just sit there wallowing in self-pity um or you know blocking away your mental health like I've done for years with alcohol or uh, pain with opioids you know and and getting the addiction to that it's 
if you keep going down this negative route, you'll never take full grasp of your mental health. You'll never get the full spirit you need. It's like anything you need. If you want to change anything in life, you have to, you're the first person that has to want to do it. It's not everyone else. Because once you physically say, I want to stop doing that, and, and I did the same. I said, I literally went from one day taking um, Cocodamol to get over my pain and sleep because it's the only thing that I could get that was without any fucking risk apart from bodily risk and just to shut myself away and if you constantly do that you're never going to make you're never going to better your mental health and what i did is i went one day i went no i'm not taking them anymore and i did not take them after three years of taking eight to ten every day and the doctor went you can't fucking do that and i and i did i okay i had a bit of a crash but i you know that was one of those things i was the way i want to do it cold turkey the fucker and i never went back and I have a lot of respect because you've got to make the decision to want to stop that. And that was the same as when I said, right, I said, I'm not drinking alcohol. And I didn't drink alcohol for five years because I just went, it just kept affecting me. So I've now I've got to the point where I can enjoy alcohol and I know my limit and I just stop. I just go, okay, I've had enough. And I, that's because I've been at the scale where I didn't know what a limit was. I didn't know when was enough. But so I respect it. But every single time I've wanted to do something... I've, I've wanted to do it. You have to want to do it. I, me, I chose. I said I want to do this podcast. I want to raise awareness that mental health fucking cripples you. And the amount of times in the last few three or four weeks that I've just not wanted to be here is unbelievable. And I know that's so easy to say and it's so easy to go, oh, fucking is saying it again. It's true, though. There is a point where you just, you, you can't take any more. And it's fucking rippling. But you you fight constantly. And that's the whole point of having these all these mechanisms in place to look after ourselves and make our time on this world enjoyable and fun by being around the right people. The people that will knock on your door and say, let's go for a pint. Or if you're not drinking, let's go for a fucking tea and, tea and scones. This is what it's about, managing your mental health in the right way. But you have to be the one that wants to do it. Any aspect in mental health or any action in your life, for that matter, you have to want to make the change. There's no point in pissing and moaning about it. If you want a new job, go get a new job. If you want a new relationship, go and get a new relationship. Okay, there's obviously factors involved in some of these, and I'm not going to go into that because that's a fucking rabbit warren of like, oh, I need certain education or I need looks. Okay, I can't help you there. So, you know, there, there is, I get, understand, there's, 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 factors we can't control but at the same time you you've got to want to make that decision to want to make the change and if you want to take control of your mental health and want to feel happy then do so and then spread that happiness and that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to spread the love <laughs> careful what you say there mate there'd be people out going you can fucking not you're not spreading no love on me mate um there you fucking want it <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm gonna leave it there actually i think that's a good place to leave it um i just wanted to get some positivity so if you ever if you are in a situation where you're you need to sometimes take a step back and 
make sure you're mindful in, in, in terms of letting people know you're taking a step back, why you're taking a step back, because they need to make sure your friends and, and family and loved ones know that it's, this isn't for a negative point, because at the same time, we need to remember that sometimes when you isolate yourself, it's actually worse for your mental health. So you need to make sure you're strong enough to take that step back to manage your mental health. Make sure you've done the things that we always talk about incorporating, because when you do that and you 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 can you can take those step backs confidently knowing that you're managing it i'm going to keep doing what i'm doing i'm going to keep going out and going my reflection walks i'm going to keep drinking plenty of water i keep saying it rah 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 i'm going to keep doing these good things but i'm going to manage my mental health by just removing some of the what are they called the overindulgences remove some of the some of the factors that may become um, a little bit difficult to try and manage your day-to-day and do that and then when you take a step back in always make sure you let people know how you've been what you've done how you're feeling fucking bosh i'm back boys or girls fucking family whatever you are show them their enthusiasm and explain to them this you know i did this this and this yeah took a couple of weeks out switched off social media switched off tv just reflected on myself got some admin done got myself back up did a finance review, did a whatever, you know, (laughs) review of the house, whatever, clean some cupboards, whatever your therapy may be. And now I feel in a good place. I feel like, yeah, actually, I can confidently go forward the next year and feel happy. I know where I'm going to go. Sometimes you have to manage your life that way. So make sure you take those steps if you can do it. But at the same time, if you're not strong enough, reach out to the people and explain you actually need a little bit more support. Like I said, I went to therapy and I had a good hour and a half session talking about everything. And I, it's the one that I did the 38 therapy session was before. So she she already knew a lot about me. She was absolutely gobsmacked that, of what I'd been through. Um, and at the same time, she said, you know, I, I, she said, what are you doing? And I spouted it all off because I talk about this. And she went, you are doing everything you can do you're taking antidepressants you know you're taking medication you know the way you need it you're you're doing all the things that I would suggest you do you know what there's nothing you can do you know and I don't mean that in a like you know don't go and see her because in actual fact what I got out of it was uh was the ability to talk to somebody that wasn't in my my little network, that wasn't in such an impacting role as my friendship group. And I got to really divulge uh, and actually let go of myself a little bit. So I, I got to, you know, fully get the emotions out to somebody who was completely impartial, knew enough about me to understand a bit about my background, but at the same time, completely impartial. Um which was nice and refreshing for me because I didn't feel judged. Everything she said was justifiable. Um, you know, she she did worry about the, you know, sort of making sure that I don't go into that negative space again. So it's really important when you get the help, you get the help, sorry, when you need the help and you acknowledge that. That's a really important point there. Even me, when I'm talking about it, I still needed that additional help. Um, and it's helped me. It's really, it really has. It's, it's, it's helped me progress forward and remain positive, remain structured and give me back a little bit of strength that I'd lost over the last month to 
you know, rebuild my future again and, and take a little glance and go, okay, I need to do this and this and this. You've let the ball slip here, James. And I started making fucking diary inserts and, and fucking write-ups and all sorts. Notes were things I need to do that I've dropped the bollock over the last month since I heard the news. But anyway, I digress again massively. Um, but thank you for listening. Um, like I said, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get you on the show as well. So if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you want to jump on, you want to have a chat with me, absolutely love you to jump on the show. Um, that'd be incredible um, just to hear some different perspectives on mental health, actually, and what you've endured uh, and, and just have a general chat. So um, reach out to me if you want to jump on board. Don't forget to uh, try and spread the word. Hopefully this will help somebody. These podcasts will raise awareness in mental health and give people the ability to speak out. So thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. I'll speak to you soon.